Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's Thursday, so... Where did Wednesday's episode go? Well, this time I didn't forget. Um, but I've got hay fever. I have not only hay fever, I also have asthma. Maybe you can tell um, <clears throat> from the way my breath sounds. So I thought yesterday, let's wait and see if I sound any better tomorrow. And um, if I do, I'll record tomorrow. I don't. Um, I think I sound a bit worse, so <laughs> I probably should have recorded the podcast yesterday. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I usually get hay fever around this time of year. I think, to be honest, I seem to just get it when the weather's good. I don't think it matters if it's like spring or summer or anything. I can get hay fever whenever. But when I get hay fever a lot, <clears throat> it seems to affect my asthma, which is like, a condition where sometimes something like triggers it and um, it becomes like a bit hard to breathe. Um, but like, I almost never get this. Like I can go for years and never get any asthma. But then something can happen and it triggers it like hay fever. Um, it can be quite strong. When it's, when it's quite strong hay fever, it, I used to seem to get asthma. <clears throat> something to do with coughing a lot, I think. Or sometimes if I laugh, sometimes if I really, really laugh too much, then I get asthma. It's really weird. But anyway, I currently don't have any medication for it because all of the medication I have just expires because I don't use it enough. <clears throat> so I go, I order some, I never use any of it, and then it's out of date. <laughs> so that's why um, you can hear my... <laughs> strange voice today and there's nothing I can do about it, sorry anyway, it might have been a good thing that I couldn't do uh, the recording yesterday because I've just had a request come in like two hours ago 
from Iris in Mexico. So now I can talk about that um, for this episode. So this is probably going to be like the fastest ever response <laughs> I've done to anyone's request. Um, but Iris would like to know if Korean culture has had any impact on the UK and says that um, it has been having an influence in her country, Mexico, uh, in the style of like clothing and haircuts. I wonder if it's had an effect on makeup too. So to answer your question, I think it has had an effect on some things in the UK, but I don't think it's had much of an effect. I think it's had a tiny effect. Um, <clears throat> I could be wrong. I might not be the best person to ask. Uh, I did ask my sister as well uh, a question, so I'll talk about that later, just to get her opinion about it. But anyway, <clears throat> one thing I did notice, like the first thing, okay, the first thing I noticed, like the first influence from Korea uh, I noticed was related to makeup. So it became popular thanks to, I think thanks to, you know, like Instagram and social media and stuff, like uh, Korean face products, makeup products and that kind of stuff. Usually, actually, usually like cleansing products um, became popular. And I remember my sister would order some. Um, and I guess I remember she had this book as well. There's this book about that she had about Korean makeup type stuff or cleansing products or something. Um, so, yeah, I guess that was reasonably popular. But again, it's just a small amount of people who do this. Most people would just buy stuff from shops in England <laughs> or English stuff. So I think it's a small percentage. It's probably like young people only who bothered with that kind of thing. Um, then the next thing I noticed which I thought was quite interesting when it happened, although I think it's died now. I don't think there's any more of it. Um, there was that Korean, it's like a boy pop band thing. What do they call them? We used to have lots of them in uh, England years ago. It's not fashionable anymore. Like girl groups, boy groups. <clears throat> I think we used to call them boy bands. Like Take That and Westlife. and I don't know, there's been loads of them. Actually, I suppose One Direction are as well, but I don't know, maybe to, I, I didn't think they seemed as big as like the boy bands used to be like back in the 90s. But maybe it's just because I'm older now and I sort of experience it differently to when I was a kid. But anyway, <laughs> that Korean boy band BTS had a song. I think it was called Dynamite and um, it was very popular in the UK. So I thought, well, that's interesting. Like, um, because I, I've said this before in a previous episode, we don't have music from other countries in our, like, music charts. Nobody listens to anything that's not in English. Um, that's not true. Wait. Okay, so we have music from, like, Australia. That's fine. Music from America. That's fine because it's in English. And sometimes, um, like, we have music from Europe. And this is really, really, really rare if it's in English and nobody knows. <laughs> so like, I, I was, it was a band called some, like the, the Rasmus or something. And nobody knew that they were not English, you know, not from an English speaking country. And it was like, did you know they, 
did you know they're not uh, from an English-speaking country? It's like, no. <laughs> and it was a shock to find out because they sounded so English. Anyway, so I thought this is really interesting. There's some K-pop um, becoming popular in the UK. And I listened to the song and none of it's in Korean at all, at least from memory. I think it's all just in English. And then I later found out that the song was written in London by two British people. And I thought, well, that's not even K-pop, you know? If it's not, if it doesn't come out of Korea, if it was written in the UK, <laughs> that's not K-pop. So I feel I feel like it was just, you know, everyone was just cheated. We were just told it was K-pop. It was all a lie. And really, it's just Western music. <laughs> if it's created in London by two British people, it's just, it's just Western music. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I feel like. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I feel like it didn't really, like K-pop came here a bit. And some people thought, ooh, I haven't heard this before and started listening to it. But then it, it just, as quickly as it came, it went away. If I listen to like, like type, like chart type music, you know, popular music, there's no K-pop at all in the charts. It's all gone. It came, it went. Um, there's no BTS. The The closest we have to K-pop is not... It's just like somebody, like some British artist featuring a Korean artist uh, in one of their songs. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think, you know... Mm, I don't think it's had... I don't think K-pop's had a big effect on the UK at all. No one really cares about it anymore. Um... And then, what else? Like clothes. I'm not the best person to ask about clothes because I think, I don't, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think there's been a big effect um, on clothing, on what people wear in the UK. Um, I don't think there's been a big influence from Korea. Um, I, I certainly don't know any of my friends <laughs> wearing any anything Korean related. Um, but I did ask my sister this morning, and she said she did think there had been uh, an, an effect, you know, some influence from Korea on, on certain clothes. And she said, if you go to London, you can see people wearing these floaty dresses. 
I'm not sure what a floaty dress is. I think like maybe a very lightweight material, like quite loose or something. But she said, if you go to London. So that means that it's only, you know, it's something she hasn't seen in this area. It's just in the sort of like, I don't know, fashionable areas of London, maybe. So again, I'm going to say no, it's not really had a big effect. Not maybe like, okay, maybe some some small part of London. But then again, I'm sure you can find people in London who wear all kinds of fashions, if you look, (laughs) not just Korean. You know, you can probably find someone who's some people who are wearing like, I don't know, Japanese fashions or something. Who knows? So um, I don't know, maybe a little. I'm going to say it's had a like it's had a little effect. It's had a little effect on the music. It's had a little effect on like makeup type stuff. It's had a little effect on clothing, but not a big effect. And I think most people in the UK don't know anything about Korean culture. Oh, wait, there's one more thing, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, Squid Game on Netflix. That was Korean. Lots of people watched that. Um, and that was the only thing Korean that they watched since that, I should imagine. I don't think anyone suddenly like opened some door to all of like loads of like uh, Korean drama or something. Maybe for some people they watched Squid Game and then thought, I like that. I'll go and watch what else know of other things of the Korean dramas and stuff um I didn't <laughs> I didn't I I watched I think I watched almost all of the first episode of of that program and thought this really isn't something I would like to watch and that the, the story was boring for me I've seen stuff like that in anime before so maybe that's why it's boring maybe if you've never seen that kind of thing like a survival type thing um, maybe it's interesting for you, but um, not for me, sadly. Anyway, that is it for today's episode. Um, I once again apologize for the weird noises I keep making every time I breathe in. It, it like that. It is very hard to talk at the moment, but I'm doing my best. So uh, my apologies. Anyway, until next time, bye bye. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.